0: I'm gonna get fool of me, but the broken dreams have got to you.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Fire Football Radio. I'm your host, Matt McGrath, alongside Zach Schmolen, today is the 13th episode of the Fire Football Radio Show. And as a reminder, we'll be live from the store studio every Wednesday night on WHUS stores 91.7 from 6 to 7 to bring you the latest news, rumors, and more about America's game and the league we all know and love, the NFL. We are currently at the beginning of week 15 of the NFL season, coming off, you know, a great week 14. So we're ready to do it. Zach, what's going on, baby? Nothing much, Matt. Big, big week. Big, big week. Huge week, man. I mean, we got, what, three more games coming in. So we got three more games here as we're going into week 15. A Large week 14, you know, Saints 49ers had a huge game. 49 has pulled that one out 48 to 6. But, you know, as a reminder, as always, the call in number is 860 486 9487. That's 860 486 9487. So give us a call if you're interested to talk. in talking. Excuse me. And as another reminder, we do have a Twitter. It's at FIRE radio. That's P H I R E radio. So at FIRE radio. So give us a call if you're interested, or give us a follow if you're interested on that. So, I guess we'll go right into it as week 13 in review. Excuse me, week 14. That's my bad. A couple mishaps here in the first couple minutes, but we'll keep going. Week 14 in review, injuries as we always do. Seahawks running back Rashad Penny will have surgery on his torn ACL, suffered it against the Rams in week 14, and is out for the year. So they still have Chris Carson. Um, I mean, they'll definitely miss him. They've kind of been going back and forth. There was a cool story that came out. About the two of them, you know, since usually in a running back tandem there is a little bit of animosity and sort of uh, envy over one another because usually there is one of the running backs is better than the other. But you know, this year it seemed like they're pretty equal.
2: Yeah, it's been all love between the two of them. I mean, um, Chris Carson's clearly the number one back out of the backfield, but it's nice to have a little change of pace. I don't think the Seahawks are going to come down too far from this their offensive scheme has been um power running play action deep um i think chris carson's just going to carry the load i mean he's he's been talented all season
1: yeah i i mean uh, i think chris carson will do fine um and the seahawks have you know been playing extremely well as we keep going here what are they right now second second in the nfc west to, to the 49ers by one game so we'll see how it turns out there but Next up, uh, Panthers quarterback Cam Newton's foot injury or foot surgery was successful. He had it yesterday, I believe. Not much with the Panthers, but you know, good to hear with him. Vikings wide receiver Adam Thielen expected to play this week against the Chargers. Has missed the last four games with a hamstring injury. Finally, get, finally, I mean, to get him back is obviously important. Um, Diggs has been playing out. So is Dalvin Cook. Well, Dalvin Cook was injured for a little bit, but he's back. So, you know, finally the Vikings can make a push
2: towards the end. I mean, uh, and they're going to need every game. They have the Chargers, Packers, and Bears. So they have two divisional games to close it out, and the Packers are looking for that um, NFC North title too. And the Vikings are looking for a playoff spot in general. I mean, the Rams are going are sneaking up here a little bit. There's a couple teams sneaking up the back end. Yeah. They're only
1: one game in front of the Rams for the wild card, and they're only, but they're only one game back on the Packers. Yeah, exactly. So. Like they,
2: this could not be a better time for Thielen to come back um, if they're, if they're going to try and keep their playoffs position. Yeah, no,
1: definitely. So they'll get him back, and Kirk Cousins will have another weapon that is at his disposal. Next up, Raiders rookie running back Josh Jacobs should be good to return this week after being held out of Sunday's contest due to a shoulder injury. Another one. You know, I mean, another guy who they kind of need back for the Raiders. I know they've lost, they've dropped a couple games since being what? I think they were. F-
2: yeah, they're probably out of it by six now. Six and four
1: at one point. They've lost. And then they were six the last and three six, games. and yeah, they're six and seven now.
2: Yeah, now they're six and seven. I mean, the and Titans got, yeah. and the Steelers. Titans are storming the right now, man. They got to. They got to fight with all three of we'll those. we will talk teams. about that Titans Texans game later when we get to the picks, but I don't know, man. It's a. It's, the a, it's, Titans a, it's are a. tough storming.
1: One. Yeah. So next up Saints defensive end Marcus Davenport expected to go undergo season ending surgery this week. Not something you really want to see as a Saints fan, but uh I think the Saints will just push forward. I mean Davenport has played a decent amount of games for them this year, but mm-hmm. I don't really see it affecting them as much. Yeah,
2: I mean you haven't seen really the highlights from Davenport in his second year, but you have you do see the praise Cameron Jordan's comes out uh come out a couple of times uh to praise the second year player. Um I think they're expecting a lot from him. They traded up. Don't forget, <laughs> they didn't have a, st- a first round pick right this year um, for him. Right? Yeah, because they they swapped positions yeah. with the Packers. Yeah, I remember that. So um, I mean, pr- there's promise. Yeah, there's promise. I mean, he, he's not been flashy in his first two seasons, um, but it, I mean, according to that defensive front and that defensive unit, he's been doing everything they need him to. So sure, he has. And
1: to lose him at this point in the season is not great. But you know, the Saints gotta push forward. I mean, they've already clinched the division um for the NFC South. So they've already got that in the bag. But, you know, they're trying they're look they're probably looking for a uh you know, a two seed or one seed. You know, they're just mm-hmm. looking for seeding right now. So mm-hmm. tough to lose him. But anyways, Lions place wide receiver Marvin Jones on IR with an ankle injury. They're already eliminated from the playoffs, so yeah. that doesn't mean much, but for his health sake Moving forward, I don't know. You think? He's, I, did he just sign a long-term contract with them?
2: I honestly am not sure. Uh,
1: I don't know either. But if he did, the Lions were looking good in the beginning of the season. I think they were sitting at like three and three at one point, and now they're three nine and one. So, yeah.
2: Who knows. And the locker room is back to being unsure about Matt Patricia, which is the worst part of the whole thing. Because like if you're if you're a player on the Lions, like even. Like, you don't hear anything about that from the Dolphins camp, you know. No. Even a team like the Dolphins, no, oh, no, they, they like know, Brian. They know Brian. They know their roster is just not talented. Yeah, but they like Brian Flores. Yeah, they do. It's about buying into the guy. Yeah, like, absolutely. The Broncos aren't ba- aren't that great, <laughs> but everybody everybody on the team knows that Vic Fangio turned a not that great defensive roster into a top five defense this year. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> like, that's uh, that's the bigger issue. It's in all about Detroit yeah, right no, now. it's all about prom- I mean, it's all about.
1: Trusting your coach and coach having that trust in the guys, but seems like he doesn't really have that much. Uh, I guess I mean we'll see next season. This was his second year this year. Yeah, Patricia in Detroit. Yeah, so we'll see. But Marvin Jones hopefully will get healthy at some point this off season since they're not making the playoffs. But anyways, Buccaneers wide receiver Mike Evans mostly li- most likely out for the year. He suffered a hamstring injury in Sunday's win of thirty eight to thirty five over the Colts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I saw that play. It was on a, I think it was on a touchdown. He like pulled up, and it was his hamstring, and he
2: had to get taken out. But for the Bucks, I mean, it's it's they're out anyways. Jameis Winston might be the most interesting player to me <laughs> in this whole week. <laughs> I like I. It's just back and forth. It's back and forth, man. What were we talking about the other day? Let me pull it up. His stats. Oh, for his this statistics. Season. Yeah, he could be this season. He could lead the league in NFL passing yards, touchdowns, and interceptions. Also, <laughs> he's second currently in touchdowns behind Lamar Jackson. Second in passing yards behind Dak, but he's also first by no one's even close to him in interceptions. He's he's first by a bi- a I, think
1: he's, I think he's up like on by like six. Yeah, which on is Baker. Yeah.
2: That's a it's lot. like 23 and Baker's got 17. That's, he's got the that's talent, crazy, man. He threw for almost 500 yards and five touchdowns against the Colts, but they also threw three picks. Listen, he limits the turnovers, he throws like 10 more touchdowns. Get rid of those picks or even two, a one interception game. And he's got 450 for five touchdowns and a pick. That's ridiculous. Yeah. The Bucks should be a lot better than they are. Uh, listen, I mean, it's it's basically from what <laughs> I mean, The if turning point is coming. I said it when Bruce, Bruce Arians was the guy that's going to turn him around, and he's not fully there yet. But there's a lot of reigning in that needs to be done, and they did a pretty good job. Well, of yeah, it.
1: if you're Bruce Arians, though, like, what do you do with him? Like, he he, he obviously him has talent. Being. He can throw as many yards as you want. He's, he's second in touchdowns, as we said, but he keeps throwing interceptions.
2: Yeah, I mean, so. You, so, well, the reason I like Bruce Arians for the job is because he's a no-nonsense type of guy. So, like, he... He's not the kind of guy that's going to coddle his coat or coddle his quarterback a little bit and make sure he gets what he wants. No, no. Like if he sees James all. doing something ridiculous, he's going to tell him immediately. Yeah, exactly. Which is, yeah, he's had past trouble with theft and other nefarious things. Yeah, well, I mean, that was in college. So yeah. I mean, I, he just needs to be reined in a little bit. Yeah, I, I think Bruce Arians
1: is doing the right thing. Maybe next year they'll find a way. I mean, they're a six-win team right now. I know. So, like it's a lot better than it was at one point.
2: Just the raw talent is just you. You really hope that they can figure it out.
1: Well, it's a waste if nothing happens. It's Such a waste. They haven't been in the playoffs such in how waste. many years?
2: Oh my God! It's, and it's the defense is now. coming along too. Yeah, front seven's looking really good. Shaq it, Barrett, most um, improved player of the year. If was I he? had to get, if I had to pick one,
1: Devin White. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he he's ridiculous. Vitavea, uh, Jason Pierre-Paul, Ndamukong Suh. They got rid of Hargraves, though, which was interesting. Yeah. What team is he on now? He got signed quickly. He was just underperforming. Yeah, and, and I think he had a couple issues. Yeah, he was on. Un- well, he was underperforming as a first-round pick at least. So, but yeah, no. So, uh, Jameis Winston's top wide receiver is out for the rest of the year. Only three games. They're losing team anyways. So, Redskins running back Darius Geis has an MCL sprain. is out this week and possibly out for the year. They're 3-10... and ten. Three ten is it's that what they are? Right it's right not now? important to the team, yeah. but it makes me sad because oh he's, he's gotten that's already that's the second time he's hurt his uh, oh he's an MCL sprain, but he's he's got bad legs, man. I know. he, he was my favorite
2: running back in that class after Saquon.
1: Yeah, no, no, yeah, I, I think he was definitely the second best. I was guy waiting for him LSU. to come out
2: because I watched him play when he was playing with Leonard Fournette, and he was the change. of pace back, obviously, Yeah, Leonard Fournette. And they would post those highlights about him, like, oh, here he th- comes. Don't wor- it, yeah, yeah, don't worry about LSU's running back future once yeah. Leonard Fournette leaves. And then when he, Leonard Fournette left, he was disgusting. Anyway, yeah. like, he was still gross. He was great. And then he got hurt immediately, and then he got hurt again and again. Uh, I don't know. I hope he figures it out. I mean, this is what... I think this is only... This is third... Second year. Second year? Second year. Second year. It's tough with injuries, though. He's probably played like six games.
1: Yeah. I
2: don't know. But if, like, if he was healthy... I would trust the the direction of the Redskins a little bit more, having a running back for Dwayne Haskins to utilize. I mean, Adrian uh, Peterson be, yeah. holds his own, but, but uh, he'll be team, out yeah. the window. I
1: mean, he'll be out. In, yeah, you know, of you need couple of years. So he, he he should be the future, but if he stays healthy, the thing is is him staying healthy. So yeah, so Darius Geis is probably out for the year, and our final injury of the day: Forty Nine ers center Weston Richburg is out for the year with a torn patellar tendon. Yeah, I mean, that's tough to lose your starting center for the rest of the year. He was great on the Giants before he signed a massive contract like five years with the 49ers. Well, the um, bigger
2: problem is that in two weeks they're playing the Rams.
1: Yeah. And if the Rams go into that game at 9-5, and five, and who would the 49ers have this week? Well,
2: yeah, so here's the deal. Not that it <laughs> matters, but teams with healthy O-lines. Put two people on Aaron Donald up the middle, and it doesn't work. Yeah. Who, is, who do you think's their backup center? Because, to be honest with you, I've never, you. I've never heard of Weston Richburg in the first place.
1: Oh, I only know him because he, he was a, a giant. giant. Yeah. Exactly. That's the only reason I know so him. So if
2: their starting center is Weston Richburg, who is their backup center? Richburg is think?
1: good, though. Is he? Yeah, he was good. He's
2: just like a sta- there's a yeah,
1: right, He's a solid. Right yeah, he's starter. a solid. I mean, he, he was like a three-year starter in New York, and then finally got a big contract but anyways, whoever's going to back up? No, not it's gonna not going to be even close to that. That's killer. And you, for the 49ers. you need
2: two people to have a shot at stopping Aaron Donald. You're going to yeah. have one and a half persons, <laughs> maybe <laughs> trying, trying. It's not going to. It's going to be poor. Yeah, it's no. going to be very poor. It'll to be... have to be a lot of screens and stuff going on.
1: Yeah, it'll be interesting. They're not going to really. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> but him coming up the <laughs> middle Luigi is not was, something great. Luigi was here. He'd be. I know. Oh, yeah, Luigi's not with us. She's studying for finals, as we didn't say before. But, um, yeah, so those are the injuries for this week. And as a reminder, once again, the call-in number is 860-486-9487. That's 860-486-9487. So I guess we'll get into our topics of talk right away here 15 minutes into the show. So problems in Cleveland, question mark, star wide receiver, Odell Beckham Jr allegedly has been telling opposing teams before and after games saying in quotes come get me feeling the feeling in Cleveland is that Beckham wants out.
2: Ha ha. Want want. <laughs> oh,
1: I mean we talked about this last week and I said the, he said earlier in the season that the Giants sent him, sent him there to die and he's full blown dying. Like he doesn't want to be we there anymore. Just
2: sacrifice him. Not no one signs him and then we're done. With the prima donna wide receiver, listen. Act.
1: He's going to turn into. This is going to turn into an Antonio Brown yes. thing.
2: And this is way earlier than Antonio Brown did that in his just, career. We need to sacrifice him. No more Odell Beckham Jr. in the <laughs> NFL. <laughs> I mean, it's just such a waste. Because what is he going to do? Just go get a big contract from someone else and get rewarded? I mean, he already has a big contract.
1: He has four more years on this con, or he's three more years after this one on this contract, which is ninety five million dollars. Who uh, What's the, and wants to say he's not going to do this again when he gets on his new team. Except he's, he's done this on he's only been on two teams, but he's done this on two separate teams twice. I like think he
2: just doesn't care. He just goes he just said, "Eh, I don't really." Mind. <laughs> <laughs> you
1: um, know what? Eh. Well, he the thing is is that he can use his talent to, you know, his own um objective. So if he wants out, he's probably going to get out <laughs> at some point.
2: Yeah, but if I'm a GM,
1: well John, if, if you're John this, Dorsey, like what do you do? You're like, wow! I just put together this entirely beautiful, you know, new young team with a lot of talent, and my best wide receiver wants out because he doesn't get the ball enough because <laughs> because it's we have too many guys. Yeah, I mean, what do you do? I don't know. Find a suitor. I mean, I think L- Lolo- he just wants to... like. He's the only teams he's been talking to are the good ones. Yeah, of course he wants he wants to win. He's this is his sixth year in the NFL or no? Yeah, sixth year. Been on the subpar Giants, yeah, subpar Giants for five years. Browns, and now he's on the Browns, who have uh, enough organizational problems to, you know, ruin his time there. Yeah, but I, you know, Luigi said this earlier in the week. I, I, I could see him possibly going to the Patriots. I don't think it's likely they won't. They, they don't they, want his contract. He just dealt
2: with Antonio Brown. <laughs> they're, they're so Bill Belichick is so done with with that
1: with, routine. with uh, He's drama queen wide receivers. He's over it because he doesn't need them. No, he he doesn't. won a Super Bowl with Julian he Edelman. use him right now, but yeah, you run a Super Bowl with Julian Edelman, Danny Amendola, and Chris Hogan, and a lacrosse player. <laughs> yeah, and a lacrosse player from Duke. <laughs> oh yeah, was, Penn yeah he State. Went, oh Penn State, Penn State. Yeah, still it's not, it's not even as good as Duke. And then he he got cut by four NFL teams before going to the Patriots. Yeah, and then they found a spot for him, and he scored they like just, ten touchdowns. They
2: just literally they just use people for strictly what they're good at.
1: Yeah, that's what Belichick <laughs> and does. Nothing else. And yeah, they had Randy Moss. You know, ten years ago, um, yeah, and he they, was they're probably one of the greatest receivers that's come through here in a while, other than Gronk. But both of those players didn't really give any problems. No, Antonio Brown was
2: out in two weeks. Yeah, because he's not used to. He's not used to that. Like people that play, <laughs> neither would Odell. People that It'd play in New same. England, the one complaint they have is how serious it is. Yeah, because if you win a game, you don't like. It's not a celebration ever. No, it's like what else? What did we do wrong? Yes, yeah, happening next week differently. It's the New England way. <clears throat> it's the New England way. We're on to the Pittsburgh. We're on to Seattle. You know the Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh Steelers are the complete opposite. Like they've always been one of the most player-friendly organizations. He's a player and, coach. And like Mike Tom- yeah, and Mike Tomlin is a player coach on top of the organization being a player's organization. So Antonio Brown went from being able to do basically whatever he wanted to being able to do nothing, <laughs> literally nothing. Yeah. It's just... Uh, <laughs> you come, you work, you don't talk, you do your work, you go home. Yeah, I mean, well, we could, yeah. can... Like you, really, you do your work. It's like we, the really mean old English teacher in high school just making if you talk you're done. Yeah, just I done. mean it's do your work. We can transition right into this. Do your job.
1: Do your job. So, the Patriots are involved in no. another scandal. They sent a camera crew, if you haven't heard, they sent a camera crew to the Bengals versus the Browns game this past week to film an upcoming series called Do Your Job about like an advanced scout or something like that. I didn't really look that much into it, but this is what I found out. Proceeded to film coaches and players of the Bengals Giving instructions to each other Then when asked about the incident Bill Belichick said, yeah He said, in quotes Yeah, I'm really focused on getting ready for the Bengals here So I haven't really looked into it (laughs) That's just classic But it is It's the do-your-job mentality So now they're trying to make it into a film But why were they even Here's
2: here's what I think Yeah, go ahead I know the Patriots fans get very upset when you talk about oh, them how they're doing cheaters bad and blah blah blah. But here's the thing, okay? <laughs> no other team is even called into question ever, and you are called into question every single year. Well, I shouldn't say ever, but not as much as the Patriots are. Yeah, but like, the, it's like when was the last time the Brown? Someone said the Browns were stealing plays or the the giants i mean or just oh uh,
1: no well they the giants got into some like walkie-talkie incident where they were like using a walkie-talkie to come to the booth uh, booth like i don't know 2 years ago yeah. it, it, like it got very
2: it got brushed over very quickly and this is the third patriots incident since then yeah how many pa- like probably just under 10 there's been incidents yeah. like scandals yeah i mean the deflate gate spy gate like was a long time ago if you're not cheating You don't get called into question this much. If you're or at least you're doing suspicious activities that can get called into question. Even if they're not technically illegal. Well I mean Belichick's just been so many times. Yeah. I mean Belichick would never say this in
1: public. But you know, do you think his mentality is if you're not cheating, you're not trying? Hmm. Like if you're not cheating, are you really trying? Because he's found every single way, t- lowering the pressure of the ball. Like, not that we know that that's exactly what happened, or if they meant to do. Didn't that. Didn't he get
2: suspended for four games, Brady, for that? Yeah,
1: he did. The NFL had to do something about it. We don't know if it actually he actually did it because there's there was no film evidence, hmm. there was nothing. He destroyed his phone or whatever. <laughs> but it's come Like Belichick and Brady have turned the Patriots into a science machine. Like they the, the down to the pressure of the ball. They've changed it. And they were like, Yeah, the NFL's not gonna realize this for a while until the AFC championship game when one of the Colts linebackers picked, picked off a ball them. and got It was like what? got into his hands and was this? like <laughs> What is Because the opposing teams barely touch the ball against the Patriots.
2: Well the refs touch it every play. Yeah. Which is also interesting. It's intriguing that they just it's ha- intriguing. Because they touch it every play, and they didn't once say, oh, this is different.
1: It's intriguing. We'll be- just do the, keep doing it. Due to the amount of times that the refs have assisted the Patriots in times when they don't need it, but this past week
2: has kind of put that hot take. Yeah. Hot take. Okay. I have a hot take. All right. The Patriots tipped off the referees this week to intentionally sabotage them like they did against the Chiefs. So that when this rumor came out about the Bengals, there would already be a poor Patriots message out there. That they lost? That they got... Because the, the Chiefs, the referees in the Chiefs game were blowing that. Oh, the yeah. Like oh, yeah, it was times.
1: awful. They should have scored a touchdown on one play. They, call, they his foot, it wasn't out of bounds. And what do you think?
2: I retract what I said. <laughs> it doesn't make sense.
1: <laughs> all. all right, all right. Well, at least you're thinking about it. But, yeah, no, I mean... Grand this,
2: conspiracies. Yeah,
1: I mean, we can dive right into the NFL um, will pursue a top-down examination of all officiating after this year. Yeah. They should. They should have done this 10 years ago. It's awful. The Ed Hocules aren't around anymore, even though he wasn't that good. Like, he was the head ref, you know, the big jack guy. Mm-hmm. Um, he was a head ref... Then. He's not around anymore? No, he retired. Oh. His son is now a head re- official mm-hmm. in the NFL. But then Gene Serator, he doesn't do it anymore. He was great. It's just all these guys, they basically. I think it, what happened was they had to bring in so many guys who didn't have much experience in so fast because they just. It was one of those periods where they just lost all those older guys to retirement. And, you mm-hmm. know, Mike Pereira's been in the booth for a while. Uh, and then CBS has a guy doing it too now. And. I just think they don't have the experience and they're just blowing calls left and right. Yeah, it's bad. They the, the Patriots <laughs> probably it should have at least been a tie game.
2: Twice. Twice. What was the I know that there was twice. The Nikhil Harry touchdown, then there was another one. Oh the Yes, when Travis Kelsey fumbled. Yes. Yep. Yeah. They should have and been he a was fumble. flying through the down. air. And they Without said, the ball. <laughs> and <laughs> they said, cool. oh, yeah, he's down. He was down. Down. clearly all four appendages off the yep, ground don't by worry several about it. feet. He's down. Ball comes out, you are like, oh, no, wait, <laughs> he, was, he was down. You didn't you see him touch the ground? Everyone else saw it. The, like, even though I
1: love seeing the Patriots lose. Yeah, it's, well, yeah. I, I would rather see them lose in a way where they don't get screwed by the referees. Yeah, because officiating should not be the term- determination of you being able to lose and win a game. The Patriots did everything to win that game and still lost because of the referees. Mm-hmm.
2: Well, I mean, their offense was pretty bad.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, going off of that, Brady's played terribly this year. He's he's got similar. What did we see the other day? He's got similar stats to Mitch Trubisky now, right? not not just similar. It's like basically similar, same, similar right? and
2: worse. <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> like there's si- he's he's trying to catch Mitch Trubisky's stats. <laughs> <laughs> and we've talked about it, him plenty of times. I mean, what's going on? I mean, I, I, I think I it's mean, the receivers. I know what's going. on. I think on. it's the receiver. Don't blame the receiver. I'm blaming the. Did you watch the game against the Chiefs? Yes. Did you see how many dropped passes no, listen, there were? There's a lot Who of is drops. That, what's that young kid's name? I don't remember. There's one kid who he it's like their third receiver now. They keep, Myers, Myers, yeah, he can't catch a ball, man. <laughs> he caught, he caught, he ended up catching one of the touchdowns, but like he was dropping everything else, everything else. Well, listen, if you're going to be a Patriots fan though,
1: and you're then for all these years you've said the Patriots can take any player, can they? They can put him in any position. Julian Edelman can play quarterback. They, you know, they could take <laughs> any any sort of wide receiver and put any sort you of put guy him anywhere, you who are. can catch a ball and run fast and then put him in any sort of scheme with their offense But and then to say this year that the only reason Brady isn't good is because of his wide receivers. Get that garbage out of here. It's ridiculous. Do not be a hypocrite over this. If you said for years that Brady and Belichick put everything together with any player they want, then don't come at everyone else this year when, you're, when
2: those players aren't doing well. Maybe there's just a certain point where you can't do it anymore. Like, it's Brady. It doesn't, doesn't matter how good of a coach you are. Bra- it's Listen,
1: Brady's getting older, he's getting worse, and Belichick is getting close to the end. And the two of them clearly, as we've said, seen in multiple report, reports, aren't on the same page anymore. I don't even think Brady, like, obviously Brady and Belichick only care about winning this year, but who knows if, if Brady even wants to be there still right now.
2: I don't think Belichick wants. He's tried to trade him before. Yeah. He doesn't care. They don't want each <laughs> he, other. He, <laughs> <laughs> Belichick strictly cares about winning. Yeah, that's He does it. not care that's at it. all about hurting Tom Brady's feelings or how the fans are going to No! Care. He
1: doesn't Screw care. Screw
2: Tom Brady's feelings. He doesn't care. Get him out of here. He just cares about winning. And if he thinks Tom Brady's gonna if he's gonna win better with someone else, he's not gonna hesitate. He he tried to trade away Gronk too. To the Lions. Yeah. <laughs> it was close. It almost happened. It almost happened. And then didn't he say he was gonna retire if that happened?
1: Yeah. And he's then like he I'm not him.
2: not playing for the Lions.
1: Yeah, because he wants to play with the, for the Lions over the Patriots. Like no, it's zero P. Unless you hate being in New England, but you know, Brady and Gronkowski had a great relationship and so did Elman. So and he I think he had a good relationship with Belichick too. Who, Gronk? Yeah.
2: Yeah, well, I mean, you can't not have a good relationship with Gronk. No. I
1: he's mean, just, he's just a blown-out-of-the-water blown, blown out of the water personality, so.
2: He's the Gronkmeister. But, yeah, I,
1: I don't know. I really hope, like, I saw some report that said Brady might go to the Titans and link up with Mike Vrabel. <laughs> Why would he do that? To so prove that he can win on his own? He can't win on his own. He's losing in New England. Now, another thing. Patriots fans booing. Oh my god! The team off the field.
2: That was terrible. Get,
1: you know what? Get together, man. Stop being idiots out in Foxborough. Do not boo a ten and thirteen team or a ten and three team. Excuse me or a 10 it was a 10 and 2 team at the time who's won who's, you so m- oh, has won 17 straight AFC East championships has been in the last however many AFC championships has been in the last however many Super Bowls in the last 15 years C- stop it you're making a fool of yourself booing your own team that is still 10 and 3 on the season the giants are 2 and 11 we cheer when Eli Manning completes a pass <laughs> That's ridiculous Yeah it, it was like the Super Bowl on Monday night when Eli was playing He threw one touchdown and we They're were like wow spoiled. This is it man this, just, this is gonna, it's gonna be a good roll Yes Pats fans are the spoiled mass children idiots. of the
2: NFL they were just, um, I'm just disgusted It's been hard in Denver man Yeah <laughs> Except for this week
1: Yeah It was good man Oh yes Drew Locke Locked in Locked in Locked That's in. what we're gonna
2: call it now Yes
1: yeah, he played. He played pretty well. Played fantastic.
2: Yeah. No right. fan had over a hundred yards. I mean, it looks down.
1: Yeah, I mean, it looks like that's the future right now.
2: Hmm. Yeah.
1: Right. Pleased. Yeah. Very pleased. We're gonna have a, gonna have a pick need just a line, outside though. the top ten. Yeah, need uh, no yeah. an alignment. Well,
2: yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> get one of those Wisconsin Garrett, hog mollies or something like that. Garrett
2: Bowles owes us money, basically. That's yeah. What's happening? Yeah. He owes us. He owes us everything we paid him. Yeah, so does Back. Nate Nate Solder owes the Giants a lot too. Yes, <laughs> there's a lot of owing by left We have tackle. Nate Solder, who was on the Patriots. What are you paying him? 14 a year? I don't know. It's like a five. It Something was like a four-year, 62
1: mil. Like yeah, it's 16, 15 and a half. Ugh. <laughs> Get that out of here, man! No, Get him crazy. out. Get too old, man. Yeah, I mean, as we're talking about the Giants, I did see a report that said. Sure. Well, we talked about last week Shermer being on the hot seat. And we mm-hmm. said, eh, he might be around for one more year. Well, probably not. Oh. <laughs> what would you say? I saw, they said he's defi- He's probably out after this year. And they said Pro- Gettleman's probably done too. Really? Yeah. Gettleman? Yeah. They said Shermer's definitely out and Gettleman's sitting up there on the hot seat. But he's been doing good free agency and drafting. Uh, I mean, yeah, it's just I think...
2: I don't happy with it. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, like, what is is (laughs) Gettleman's problem with the two with their wins? Gettleman's not down there on the field. No, he's he's just not. He's just in the front office.
1: He just yeah. And I think he needs at least another year to, you know, we were you're supposed to give a GM at least like three or four years. He doesn't get props at all for drafting Daniel Jones. Like not even a little. He I think he has. Well, he got a lot of backlash, and I think now that backlash is gone. I think they're more like, yeah, uh, yeah that's, it's pretty good, like
2: to me as a GM, that's how you build trust, yeah, because <laughs> like everyone said Daniel Jones isn't worth it, and he said, no, like I know that he is, and he took him at six and he's played well, yeah, like the team overall hasn't played well, the defense is young, <laughs> but like if someone is c- that confident in themselves when everybody else he's faded the public on Daniel Jones, yeah and it's looking like it's going to work out, yeah, it, I mean, it should. Like, that, to me, if I was the rest of the front office or the owner of the Giants, I'd say, okay, maybe we'll give you another shot here. I mean, they should. I I, I don't—I did see that report. It was uh, like—I don't
1: know. I was kind of surprised about it. I don't think they should get rid of Gettleman. Now, Shermer, on the other hand, yeah, if if you really want to get rid of him, fine. But before you get rid of him, find someone who you know is going to be a good coach. The Giants have been through two of these things since Coughlin. McAdoo first, and then— uh, Pat Shermer, and clearly both guys weren't the right decision. So find the right guy before you make that decision.
2: They could have the Bruce Arians of next season if they do a phone call to Mike McCarthy. I mean, he's. I think that's him. What do you think about him? Oh,
1: I, that would be great. I think it'd be really good. Yeah, to for a young quarterback, he raised Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. Him, you know, in and Daniel, Daniel Jones, Jones' early years,
2: yeah, much less of an attitude. Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah, they did not like each other either. Who else would be coming up? So I think the Giants, I don't know, the Giants always figure out some random fool who's like a coordinator and they're like <laughs> and off, the offensive guru.
2: Enough with the offensive gurus. Figure out a defensive guy. Staying in the NFC East, I've heard Garrett. Garrett, well, replacement. Because at this point, Garrett's getting replaced. Because they're not oh, winning no, the he's Super done. Bowl. They yeah, so may not even make the playoffs because I don't think they're winning this week. And the Eagles are right there. It's just a bad situation. Yeah, Jerry's going to get rid of him. I saw that potential option for his replacement was Urban Meyer, which interests me a lot. Now, I think the Giants
1: could have a shot at Urban Meyer as well. Mm-hmm. I could definitely see him going to New York. That'd be a perfect position I also Grant. think
2: Jim Harbaugh needs to get back in the league. Stop wasting
1: Jim time. Jim Harbaugh also might be an option next year. He, so it's going to be a big ring. I think the top guys that are coming out of this, like after this year, that will be considered are McCarthy, as we said. He'll be back next year. I, I can not guarantee that, but I assume he'll be in back. in the league. Yeah, he'll be back somewhere. Jim Harbaugh, Lincoln Riley mm. from Oklahoma. You think he'll leave? Apparently a lot of people think he's going to leave.
2: Isn't Spencer Rattler behind him? Who's behind Jalen Hurts? It's Spencer Rattler. It's Spencer Rattler. Yeah. So it'd be I mean... tough.
1: It'd be tough to leave, but I think, I think Lincoln Riley's gonna say, you know what, Hertz is a senior. I haven't even touched Spencer Rattler really. Like you know, probably worked with him a little bit, but you know he hasn't played at all. So there's nothing with a connection between him and that. Mm-hmm. And you know, say I'm gonna go for the playoff. If we don't beat LSU, I'm out you know if we don't get a national championship out of this i'm out mm-hmm. cuz i mean he's kind of he hasn't exhausted his time there but i don't really see Lincoln Riley as a 40 year coach at o- oklahoma mm-hmm. cuz they have such a good reputation and well-known program yeah. that if he wasn't there they would They'd still do well they're they're fine right now if he leaves tomorrow they could possibly still be lsu i don't think they will i don't think they're going to be lsu no matter what but i think lincoln riley he's also a candidate for the Cowboys. I mean, I think the Cowboys have been looking Lincoln since the Riley season started.
2: Candidate for everybody that's interested. In yeah, a coach. definitely. But I'd be interested to see how it plays out. I mean, every time, every time a coach comes up from college, it's not a guarantee. No, anything. Like Nick Saban wasn't a guarantee. <laughs> Legendary coach. He's a coach. college guy. Tried out, um, tried his stuff out for the Dolphins. He's just a recruiter. You know, he's a recruiter who likes to yell a lot, and that doesn't fit with the NFL. You can't yell at 35-year-old men the way you can yell at an 18-year-old. No. It's just not how it works. He's,
1: he's like a, he's a, you know,
2: he's uh, an authoritarian I'm to think. Coach. Not a dad, but, you know, he's like, you know, he's got that figure. He, yeah, no, he's the dominant figure. And you can't, like, you can't have that coaching style in a in a locker You have to be more accepting that, like, these are veteran guys. You can, you can talk that way all you want to a 19-year-old sophomore in college. Right. <laughs> and he, he, he couldn't act the way he does in college no. as he
1: does in the NFL. No. He tells off reporters in college that would not fly in the NFL. He would get mainstream media every he was, time. He's
2: built perfectly for college football. Oh,
1: he's built perfectly for Alabama, too.
2: He doesn't care. And Lincoln Riley... He just wants to win. ...has been Fantastic. In college football. Oh, he's been great. Not saying he would be bad in the NFL. I'm just saying not a, it's not a guarantee.
1: Also, who knows if, you know, Saban's scheme probably wasn't that good going into the NFL. Yeah, maybe. Lincoln Riley's, you know, air raid offense. He's, he's one a defensive of, guy. He's, he's one of those guys. You know, he's one of those air raid offensive guys mm-hmm. that, you know, continues um, as Cliff Kingsbury, you know, Sean McVay, all those guys who are great on offense. And Oklahoma's been one of the best offenses in all of college football lasts like four years. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we'll see with that. And Josh McDaniels. But, oh, yes. I don't think Josh McDaniels is leaving New England until Belichick leaves. I think he's staying there till Belichick leaves. He's not even 40 yet. Do you think he's frustrated right now? Actually, he might be 40. Do I think he's frustrated? Yes. Hmm. I think Josh McDaniels knows so much about the game of football from Belichick and all the coaches. He's You know how long... I, I want to know how he's He's been with the... Um let's see, New England Patriots. He's been with New England for a lot longer than people expect. All right, so he's forty-three. Let's see. He was with He's been with the Patriots from two thousand since two thousand one. What? Yeah. Eighteen years. He's been coaching. What with was the he Patriots. before the O C? Um I'm sure he I'm he, assuming he didn't go straight.
2: Two
1: thousand one. No. All right. So he began his coaching career as a senior graduate assistant at Michigan State under Nick Saban, <laughs> which is great. And apparently his dad, it says his dad has a great friendship with Saban, of course. Which of course he. I mean, it's football connections. Um. Then he joined the Patriots in two thousand one. Was just I think he was just in a, like a low assistant. He became the quarterbacks coach in two thousand four. Then in 2009 they uh, the Broncos had him as a head coach. What? Yeah, they replaced Mike Shanahan on J- January 11, 2009 as their head coach. Did you know that? And then when did he Don, m- when did Fox get there? Must have been after him cuz he Apparently. left in t- 2011. <laughs> yeah, McDaniel's left in 2011 and went to be the offensive You know what?
2: Yeah, that's right. Yep. I completely forgot Josh McDaniels. Wow, you could have gotten a real one right there. Just didn't work out. Nope, nothing works out for us. So then he went for Super Bowls every once in a while.
1: He went to be the offensive coordinator for the Rams under Steve Spagnuolo in 2011, and then he must have left them at some point to go back to the Patriots. And then on February 6, 2018, McDaniel's was announced as the head coach for the Colts. And then the next Prank. like two days later, he was like, "Yeah, no, I'm not doing this."
2: Classically pranked.
1: That's that's. Uh, I can't see he's left and come back so many times. How in what aspect can anyone say that he's going to leave and go no. to coach somewhere this year? Of it, he's up for as a head coach for every year, and he never leaves. He even thought about leaving last year and then didn't leave. So I don't see anything telling me this year that if he does consider leaving, he's actually going to leave because mm-hmm. he already did that. He was about to go to the Colts to be their head coach, and then said, "Nope, I don't want to do it anymore," mm-hmm. which was probably the good decision because he doesn't. They don't have Andrew Luck anymore. So imagine if McDaniels yeah. had gone there and then lost Andrew Luck. Yeah, that would just been a waste of being a head coach. I could see him doing the Cowboys. You can a great. He's got a great rock. Like it's all built for him. He just has to change it up. He has. A, he has a. Like he has an all-star running back. He has a good quarterback that he's not going to overpay as Jason Garrett and Jerry Jones might have, because Jason Garrett loves well, him for some reason. Yeah, I
2: mean, I don't think the Cowboys make a Super Bowl until Jerry Jones is not the owner anymore. Now, that's what Juan from Middlebury was saying.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, he said he thinks that Jerry Jones is the problem, which
2: is true. He wants, he's got his... He's got his he's nose he's in got everything. his hands in every camp. Like, he... You can't do it. Like, honestly, if I was, if I was up for head coaching jobs and one of them was the Cowboys, like, I... Like, it wouldn't even be... One of them wouldn't even be the Cowboys. Because I feel like if I was a head coach and I knew that I was going to walk into a situation where automatically I have half as much control as I have any, o- any other place... Yeah Like yeah, is it even worth it You know No like, like you don't want to deal with Jerry No Like And he Jerry doesn't see it that way It's Jerry's team
1: It's Jerry's house It's the The stadium that Jerry built Jerry builds everything He built America On his own <laughs> If you ask him No I, Yeah I mean We'll see what happens With the Cowboys And that whole coaching situation With everybody But I guess quickly Before we get into our picks We'll talk about Free agents In 2020 and then we'll talk about college football the college football playoff at the end and then we'll get into our picks alright top free agents in 2020 you want to go right through them all or do you want to go through them individually we can go right through them all alright so we have say our favorites these are our top so Teddy Bridgewater he's one of my favorites Tom Brady so wait so Tom Brady must have so if he's going to be a free agent next year he must have like an uh, another year option that they could pick up or mm-hmm.
2: not must be yeah
1: now this is interesting <laughs> Because what happens if the Patriots don't pick it up? They're not going to. They don't want to pay, pay him $20 million to do what
2: he does now. They don't Belichick can just find anything. somebody better. They haven't wanted to pay him. Literally, They tried to trade him in the past. <laughs> They're not re-signing him. No. He's going to be somewhere else. That's interesting.
1: Yeah, And I, who knows if he wants to be anywhere else or if he'll just retire, but I doubt it. He has enough money to buy a house. He could buy three houses in the city that he moves to. Oh yeah, it wouldn't be a problem financially for him to move, but just for he's been in New England for so long. But anyways, Phil, then Philip Rivers. Philip Rivers who interests I hate, me. Th- to retire, oh, get out of here. I, that's Leave. why he
2: interests me. I think he's going to retire. Good, because he like the the front office of the Chargers is mad at him currently <laughs> because he refused to move from San Diego to LA like his house is in San Diego he left all his kids because he has a big family oh he's got like so he nine just kids he left him there yeah. he takes a limousine every day to the facility in LA really yes I didn't know that hours <laughs> he's such a pain hours man. every day he's a drama queen I, s- I guarantee that if the Chargers don't re-sign him and he has to go play somewhere across the country he's just gonna say no <laughs> him I'm, I'm done listen him and Eli should just be done like just hang it up. Wow, he's as old as Eli. They're the same draft class. Wow, you yeah. don't even think about it like that. I mean, you he's really still, don't, because you he's think still kicking. Because the
1: last like six years, you've been like, yeah, Eli's going to be done soon. He's going to be done soon every single year. And Philip Rivers has actually put together a pretty good, yeah. you know, stat line. Wow, I didn't even. Yeah, yeah, and Big Ben. Yeah, and Big Ben's going to probably come back next year, but who knows if he has a starting job?
2: Because
1: mm-hmm. you know, they. I don't even know if uh, what they can win without he them, wants him. Certainly, yeah, no.
2: So apparently uh, they can win without anything. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so I mean, I think he should retire, but we've got a caller on the line, so we'll take them on. Caller number one, what's your name? Where are you from?
0: Hey guys, it's Cliff. Cliff,
1: what's hey, what's up, baby?
0: How's it going, guys? Not bad. How oh, um how are finals treating you?
1: Eh, not bad. We got a break in between. We got a break tomorrow. No finals tomorrow. Yep. It's like a reading day, so not bad. No more finals I, for you, right? we your dog. You're, you're yeah. all done.
0: No, no finals, but a ton of projects that need to be taken care of. No,
1: mm-hmm. oh, so you got time to call in today. That's surprising, then.
0: Well, yeah, and your, and your dad actually reminded me because I keep forgetting to call in. Nah, so come on, actually, Cliff. Six
1: on Wednesdays. You know I how know, it is.
0: I've got to remember. I've got to be consistent. But um, it's funny because one of my um, guys in the office came from Chicago, and he's a big Bears fan. He asked me this question. I thought I'd pose it to you guys. Um, would you take Mitchell Trubisky on his contract or Jared Goff on his contract?
1: Mm, that's interesting. All right. Well, Jared
2: Trubisky on his contract.
0: Yeah,
1: I mean, I, I I personally believe that the Rams are paying golf too much.
0: Yeah, he's overpaid for sure.
1: So and wait. So what are the what what are the Bears paying Mitch then?
0: So right now he's still on his rookie contract. So like, if you had to pick, say, like you're paying Mitch the money now for the next, I think, two years on his rookie deal, or you pay golf his mega QB deal. And personally, I think that, you know, Trubisky right now is more worth his money than Jared Goff is for his. I mean, it's not really saying much, but I mean, Jared Goff is overpaid.
1: It seems like, yeah. Yeah, no. I, I I completely agree. I think I'd rather have a, you know, Trubisky's been like on and off. He hasn't been terrible. He hasn't, he has been terrible at times, but he also, he's been okay at times. So I think for. He's just a
2: limited talent.
1: Yeah, I think for him, I think I would just take. Um. Yeah, I think I would take his contract over Golf because Golf is honestly a product of his environment. He only plays well when the rest of his team is playing well. He's not a great quarterback. I don't think he was worth what he was picked at. So.
0: Yeah, I totally agree. And then a follow up question it's about my Jets. All right. I've, I've always been thinking, and I'm not sure if you guys agree. If you put Sean McVay as the coach of the Jets, do you think he would, um, you know, at least take them to the playoffs or higher with that team?
2: With the team they have now or do you think are you asking if he has potential to take it like next year? Oh you no, you think I'm like not, this if, season if he was the coach?
0: Yeah, I'm saying if you, you know, start everything over this season, not <clears> barring you know, Sam Darnold, you know, um, you know, third period spin the bottle session, um, and getting mono, um, what would you say, um, you know, where do you think they end up if Sean McVay was the coach? Do you think they'd make the playoffs?
2: No. <laughs> because okay. I think the bigger problem is on defense, to be honest with you. Okay. I think they need, because they have, the offense plays well when Sam Darnold plays. Those, the, mm-hmm. what was it, like three, four games that he missed? And they played Yeah, they, terrific, three, they played three, horrifically. Three. And then he yeah. came yeah. back and they. Oh, yeah. It's a world of a difference and when they blew that. it up. Yeah. Like he's, he's, I would be happy with him moving forward, Sam Darnold. The defense, okay. the defense has talent, a lot of it, <laughs> in a lot of places. Yeah, there's a lot it of good talent. It has way more talent than it has Productivity defensively. I think okay. I think an offensive coach would get you more wins, but I think the defense uh-huh. is too much of a liability right now to make it yeah, to the and playoffs.
0: Then also something going off of that, my problem with Gates is he doesn't really have an identity. He's supposed to be an offensive coach. Mm-hmm. But it's not like the offense is lighting it up. They're not getting like, you know, four hundred yards a game. Yep. They're not like going crazy. But you know, at least when they had like Rex Ryan and they obviously he's an idiot the way he speaks, but you know their identity. They were defensive, you know, minded, and they really showed. And yeah. even with Todd Bowles as well. But you know, if you just say you put in the, uh, Mike McCarthy, I feel like you would see a big difference mm-hmm. just the way the team you know acts.
2: Yeah, oh, it changes
1: everything. I mean, that's what the Jets. That's what the Jets fans wanted, but they got crazy-eyed
2: Adam Gase instead. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah. The only the only way to be a dominant team in any sport is to be able to impose your will, and like the 49ers... Run the ball fifty five percent of the time, and they don't care. Yeah. <laughs> they're just gonna. They could be up. They could be down. They could be tied. The game. They could be raining sideways. <laughs> they're gonna. Yeah. They're gonna pound the ball down the middle of the field, no matter what, because they're yeah. ridiculous at it, and their running backs getting like six yards carry.
0: Yeah, and all it all starts with like at the top too. Like I think the Forty ers have very good ownership because they picked the right guy in John Lynch. Yep. I think they picked the right guy in Shanahan, and then they just you know they built the team defensive line for years, yep. and then they. You know, they kept building out, you know, they're a really ground-and-pound kind of team. With a good quarterback in Garoppolo, he's a good quarterback. And, you know, he's only going to get better, and then you add him to everything they have. They have a good combination. The Jets just have to, you know, you always want to build from the line out. So they want to have a strong defensive line. And I think they have, I mean, they have the top five running defense in the league. Mm-hmm. They have a terrible pass defense, but their offensive line is atrocious. So I, in my opinion, I say they draft offensive line first through fifth, um, you know, round, in my opinion.
1: Hmm. Yeah, I mean, that would be interesting. I mean, I think it's hard. It's obviously hard for the Jets in general, as the organization is. You know, as you said, the 49ers organization, it's all from, you know, it comes from the top down. And clearly the Jets organization is awful from the top down. So, Thanks, Matt, for rubbing it in. Uh, I mean, I'm just saying. I Not, not that the Giants – I mean, yeah, the Giants historically have been better, but not that they're making any better decisions either. So I'm in the same boat because you have to find the right coach. You, I think the Jets have been trying for a while after Rex Ryan, and they thought he was the right coach. But honestly, Rex just had a great team and a big mouth. So <laughs> – I mean, moving forward for the Jets, yeah. Start with offensive line, man. You just got you got to finish the offensive line, fix that. It's it's the most. I think personally, it's the most important part of any team.
0: Yeah. Well, you see, like if you give Saquon Barkley even a little bit of a better line, he'll be he'll look like Le'Veon Bell did with the Pittsburgh Steelers.
2: Exactly. Exactly. The day Saquon Barkley plays behind a good offensive line is the day. I don't even know what to compare it to. The day
0: that the Jets, you know, win the Super Bowl. (laughs)
2: <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. We'll see that in a couple. I mean, <laughs> it's been a long time since it happened. And, I mean, I could see the Jets being good soon. So uh, keep hopes up, man. Keep hopes up, Cliff.
0: Yeah, man. Same with you. Go on New York team.
1: Yeah, exactly. And so. I, oh,
0: and also I want to congratulate you on those Yanks getting uh, Gary Cole. Oh, Yeah.
1: Old yeah. old news, man. <laughs> no, I'm I know kidding. The
0: football podcast, but I want.
1: To oh no, yeah, no. Always there. always interested in New York news. Yeah, I mean, it, honestly, it's boomer bust this year. World Series or nothing. So. Yeah,
0: and they overpaid for Cole because they want to go for the World Series. Oh yeah,
1: I'd over I'd overpay for Cole any day if you're a Yan- if the Yankees. Brian Cashman doesn't care. Yeah, for sure. But so, yeah. Do you
0: guys have any questions for me on the Jets or anything else?
1: No, I don't think so, but uh we appreciate you calling in. This is our last show before uh the break for the semester, but we'll be back. We'll probably be talking about some baseball next next spring, so we hope you call in for that too, Cliff.
0: Oh, you guys are gonna do baseball instead of football?
1: Uh well we we'll we'll do the rest of football and we'll keep football in there, but they won't be playing every week, so we'll probably we'll probably switch it up. We might do some baseball, maybe a little bit okay. of college basketball. We'll see. Yeah.
0: You know, maybe we'll slip in some uh, Champions League soccer talk. No,
1: no, that. never <laughs> not no never about that. I could do okay. it. But Matt will okay. give me a hard time. <laughs> All right, Cliff.
0: You guys have a great night. Good luck with finals, and I'll talk to you soon.
1: Thanks, Cliff. Appreciate it. See you later. See ya. All right. All right. So, you want to do picks? Sure. Last seven minutes of the show. So. Picks who are sorry week fourteen records I was eight and eight Luigi went thirteen and three and Zach had a poor performance of six and ten.
2: Yeah. so, I'll, I'll, so we'll, I took too many risks. That's yeah, what you happened. took a
1: lot. You take a lot of risks, man.
2: Not well, only last week. Usually it pays off where I just played safe. <laughs> All right,
1: sixteen games this week. Thirty-two teams playing as no more buys are occurring. Here in week fifteen, Thursday night football, eight twenty, Jets five and eight at the Ravens, eleven and two. Ravens are fifteen and a half point favorites. Ravens,
2: uh, yeah, the Ravens. I think that they cover that spread
0: too.
1: You know, it's nice to see the Jets at you know five and eight, but you know the Ravens improving from eleven to two. I mean, uh, it's nice to see the. J- Never mind. I don't even know what I'm saying. Ravens. All right, one o'clock, Dolphins three and ten at the Giants, two and eleven, three and a half point favorites. I will be at this game. Let's go Giants.
2: I'm giving it to the Giants. Is Eli did they say if Eli's playing or not? No, yeah, he's playing. playing? I think
1: he's playing. I mean, they haven't announced it officially, but Daniel Jones was expected to be out two to four weeks. Mm -hmm. So he's at least out for this game. So yeah, I'll get to see Eli in his farewell tour. Yeah. Hopefully we get a win. That'll be cool. That'd be cool, man. All right, let's we'll see. So one o'clock Bears seven and six at the Packers ten and three. Packers are four point favorites. Packers. Pack pack. Yeah. Pack pack. I mean, Bears need one they're to not, even have a shot, yeah, they're not going to. get But it, I yeah. don't think they're going to make the playoffs. No. One o'clock. Broncos five and eight at the Chiefs nine and four. Chiefs are nine and a half point favorites. Chiefs.
2: Yeah, I want to pick the Broncos because we looked real good last week, but the Chiefs also looked good, and it, I'm not I'm not anticipating a big performance from Drew Lock two weeks in a row, especially in Arrowhead. In Arrowhead against, yeah, because he's gonna he's gonna be playing. Not directly opposite, but he's gonna have to compete with Pat Mahomes. Pat Mahomes' is gonna be putting up these big yards and he's gonna have to <laughs> Yeah, it'd be He's gonna shootout. have to try yeah. and shadow it. Yeah. He's not gonna be able to He's not gonna be able to do it. I mean Yeah, but good experience for him. Good, so we'll great see. experience. I just don't think he's gonna have as nearly as big a day as he did against the Texans.
1: Nope. So Chiefs across the board, four o'clock or no, excuse me, fourth th- one o'clock game. Buccaneers six and seven three point favorites at the Lions three nine and one. Buccaneers had a close win over the Colts last week thirty eight to thirty five. I'm going to take the Bucks.
2: Yeah, I'm going to take the Bucks. The Lions are a worse team to me than the Colts.
1: Yeah, I think they are as well. One o'clock Eagles six and seven at the Redskins three and ten. Eagles are four and a half point favorites. I'm going to take the Eagles. I'm done
2: taking the Eagles. I'm so sick and tired <laughs> of them costing the game. I'm picking you the took Redskins the Giants last week. I'm picking the Redskins them. at home. I'm I'm tired of it. Uh, Sean Jeffries hurt again for the rest of the season. I'm 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 over the Eagles. I mean, the Eagles played poorly
1: against the Giants and still got a win, but I think yeah. if they want to win the division and make the playoffs, they Well, they to make the playoffs they have to win the division. So I think this is a key win for them.
2: Yeah, but I don't think they there have been a lot of key wins for them this past few weeks. It's true. <laughs> the only one that they've gotten was the Giants. So. It wasn't the Dolphins either. <laughs> I'm, I'm tired of them.
1: All right, 1 o'clock, Patriots 10-3, and 3, 9.5 point favorites at the Bengals, 1-12. and 12. I'm taking the Pats. Yes. Yeah, that's easy. 1 o'clock, Seahawks 10-3, and 6-point favorites at the Panthers, 5-7. and 7. Seahawks. Seahawks. They're not losing two in a row. No, definitely not. 1 o'clock, final 1 o'clock game, Texans 8-5 and five at the Titans. 8-5, and three-point favorites this to is the Titans. The, this
2: is the game of the week for me, man. Yeah, this, this is, is a, is a big game.
1: game, man. This is
2: huge. This is for the division. This is for the playoff spot. This, is, honestly, this is huge. Honestly, the Titans interest me a little bit more than the Texans do because the Texans have been doing this exact thing ever since Deshaun Watson got drafted. They do this. This is their record every year. It is 9 yeah. ten, Nine, nine and seven, 9-10. They lose a bunch of games at the end. <laughs> they don't make it very deep in the playoffs. Titans have the hot one of the hottest running backs, if not the hottest running backs in the league. And probably one of the hottest quarterbacks. One of the, yeah, he's been playing out of his mind since he took over for the Titans. Sometimes all he needs is a change of scenery and a defense that's been playing <laughs> fantastic for who's to have on the defense. Oh yeah, great.
1: So I'm going to take the Titans too. Yeah, I was going to take the Texans, but I think the Titans have the hot hand. And
2: they're going to—they're the division leaders after this game.
1: Exactly. Four five Browns, six and seven at the Cardinals. Two and a half point
2: favorites. Cardinals are three nine and one. Browns. Browns. Um, who did the Cardinals play last week? I picked them to beat Steelers. The Steelers. They didn't. Yeah. At home. Not too. doing it again. So I don't
1: think the Browns are going to lose. Plus the Browns are on a win streak. Exactly. Four oh five, Jaguars four and nine at the Raiders, six and seven. I'm gonna take the Raiders.
2: I'm also gonna take the Raiders.
1: I mean, if they want a shot, they're gonna have to win here.
2: Yeah. Like we talked about a little bit earlier. I think they might be um out of contention, but I yeah. think the, I think they'll beat
1: the Jaguars. Exactly. Four oh five, Jaguars four and nine at the Oh, excuse me, that was <laughs> the same game. Four oh five, Vikings nine and four at the Chargers, five and eight. Vikings are two and a half point favorites. Go
2: Vikes. Chargers disheveled Vikings win Adam Thielen's back.
1: 425 Falcons 39 3 and 9 at the 49ers 11 and 2. 49ers are a whopping 11 point favorites. <laughs> yeah. 49ers. I think
2: they cover that.
1: Yeah. 425 Rams 8 and 5 at the Cowboys 6 and 7. Rams for me. Rams for me too. Rams are sneaking up, Cowboys are sneaking back. Eight twenty 20 Sunday Night Football Bills 9 and 4 at the Steelers. Two point eight and five, two point favorites to the Steelers. Bills, man, Bills mafia. Mm-hmm. They held them, held Ravens within a touchdown, man. And then final, final, our final game Monday Night Football, eight fifteen. Colts six and seven at the Saints, ten and three. Saints are nine point favorites. Yeah, Saints, and they cover it. All right, so. It's been a pleasure, Zach. We missed Luigi this week, Mm -hmm. but those are our picks and our final show of the semester. We'll see you again, hopefully, next semester at the same time. We'll keep you updated on Twitter and everything else, but we appreciate it, and we hope you all have a very good night.